So the, this morning we open the book of Lamentations because it seems for this year, 2020, we're sort of walking through our own Lamentations. And before I open it, when you hear the book Lamentations, and not many of us open it, it is not just a book of woe, like, oh, woe is me. It's not just the book of Eeyore, oh, bother, but it is a book that lifts human suffering, the woes and sorrows, the struggles and the troubles up to God, and even more than that, invites God into the human brokenness, struggles and troubles, woes and sorrows. So we open the book of Lamentations to the third chapter, and it walks us through being walled in, closed off, hemmed in, like many of us have been for months now at home, having what we know and what we love taken away from us. But it talks also about God in the midst of that. We pick up in the 19th verse of the third chapter. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The sermon really started in a moment early in the quarantine and I was a little sick of being in the house and it was still cold out but I went out on the front porch and the leaves on the bushes out there were just starting to come out from the winter bareness and it was raining and I stood there just wondering about this virus and what is to become of our world? And then I looked down and saw the raindrops, one after the other, falling on those leaves. Those leaves that had come out of a barren and dried up bush. That rain that was falling to nurture the earth. And it struck me that the Lord is good. That there is goodness in the Lord, even in the midst of trouble. The book of Lamentations takes us through the problems, struggles and troubles, woes and sorrows of this world. But it also finds in that the love of God. And because of God's love, we are not consumed. That it doesn't completely consume us. That we remain and God is faithful. Great is his faithfulness. In fact, the, the great hymn, Great is thy faithfulness, comes out of these verses of lamentations. We would not expect it to come from there, but to come from the Psalms of praise or, or some other book. But in the midst of the lamentations, the writer, the human like us, finds the great 
is God's faithfulness. Morning after morning, new mercies appear, even in the midst of lamenting all that is wrong. And this year has walked us through this virus which is new, novel virus, they say. This virus that has come from the outside and has changed almost everything about our life. And in the midst of this pandemic, a pre-existing condition that we have has been raised up again. That of racial inequality, that of racism, that of division and brokenness within our nation. That did not come from afar, but came from within. And it has risen up once again. Racism in this cycle of violence that we just can't seem to overcome. So we lament in this pandemic. We lament in this struggle of trying to find equality in our nation. I sit myself in front of the television and I was, I had enough to deal with with the virus because I kept thinking, how does this end? How does this virus end? And now I see protest after protest and I wonder, how does this end? Sometimes I think this is not going to end well. That's what it looks like. It can overwhelm us. But the book of Lamentations tells us because of God's great love, we are not consumed. It will not completely consume us. So I began to lament and I began to walk through my own life and my own ministries. Times of great lamentation. When I, because of following God, was placed in the midst of great human lament of tragedy and brokenheartedness. And I kept thinking about that moment on my porch, that moment when I said, there is goodness in the Lord, that the Lord is good. What does it mean, just raindrops falling on leaves? It happens every day. But for me, it meant that God was still present. God was still with me. And that God would see us through. So walking back through my ministry, I was struck by so many times that I was in the lamentations of the human condition, but yet could find the goodness of God. And I just, I just want to share one. In one of my churches, a young couple, really kids, uh, became pregnant and gave birth to a daughter. But, but clearly right after the birth, it was, it was seen that, that there was something wrong with the genes. There was something wrong with her DNA. And, and we went into lamentations as the doctor sat there with them and said that she will develop in a wrong way that she might live weeks, but that is all. And this, this life will, will be just uh, trouble and difficulty for her breathing and everything else. But this young couple, this young couple that really didn't have two nickels to rub together, took care of her so well that she lived not weeks, but months. But then one night called to the hospital I was, and there the daughter gave up her struggle in life. 
And the father was at work because he worked shifts and had to make money to make ends meet. And there her mother was by herself. And I came in just as the last breath went out of their fragile, fragile daughter. And we stood there just in tears and, and lamenting this humanness, this brokenness that we live in. And then the nurse came over and said, I have, I have all these papers for you to sign. And she turned to me and said, would you hold my baby? And even before I could really come up with a good excuse, because I did not want to hold, hold this baby that had passed. She thrust her baby upon me and there I stood holding that life that had ended so short. And literally when I think of it, when I tell it, I can feel it in my arms. It was a time of lament, a time of great sorrow, a time of just to the core of your being, being struck by the brokenness of this human condition that we live in. As glorious as it is, it is still so frail. And she went over to sign the paperwork. And following the birth of that child and the death of that child, the doctor said to them, don't have any more children. Don't have any more children. That The, the likelihood of this happening again is so great. They gave statistics. And, and if, if the child was a boy, the statistics would be even higher. But as we live life and things happen, just a few years later, they were once again expecting and it was a boy and and the whole church was was praying for them and and wondering what would this repeat itself would this cycle of lament repeat itself again but by a miracle their son was born and had none of the condition that his sister had suffered with and they named him William after his father Bill and then they turned to me and they said could we use your name as the middle name? I said, yes, because Alan was my dad's middle name. So somewhere today in Johnstown or somewhere else, there's a 20-year-old man who walks around, William Allen, and I picture him walking around and nobody knows the miracle that he is. Wherever he goes to work or wherever he goes to shop or whatever he does, he looks just like us. Nobody knows the miracle, the goodness of the Lord that was in him. So I challenge you in the midst of watching the protest and, and the inequality and the brokenness in our nation, of still wondering about this virus and the pandemic, and as we begin to open, what will that mean? What will happen? In the midst of all of that, know that the Lord is good that there is goodness in the Lord, that we will not be consumed, but God will see us through. Find somewhere this week, wherever it is you like to go, to see the goodness of the Lord. For me in that one moment, it was just the raindrops falling on those new sprouting leaves. Find the goodness of the Lord and claim it not just claim it, but cling to it, hang on to it, and hold tight. For great is his faithfulness. His mercies are new 
every morning. And we're going to close with that great hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And some of the words I love the most, probably the, the, the verse I love the most, promises us strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. That's what I cling to. That today is not easy, but God will give us strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Let us pray. Almighty God, as we lament our sins, our sins of racism and a cycle of violence that seems never to end, our complicity, our complacentness with that, O oh God, we ask for repentance and forgive, forgiveness. As we live through this time, O oh God, that challenges our mind, we ask you to come into the midst of our struggle and our troubles. Come into the midst of our sorrows and our woes and bring your goodness. Pour your love upon us so that we are not consumed by the things of this world, be they old sins or novel viruses. Come and let us know your great faithfulness morning after morning. Let us see your mercies. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.